0: Secret 17 Other People's Distribution Channels. I'm going to share a little secret with you. I have a lot of entrepreneur friends who watch Shark Tank, as they should, and they believe for some reason that each shark has the Midas touch, where any business they touch will magically turn into gold. You can see this belief in every pitch given inside the Shark Tank. Entrepreneurs are willing to give up a huge percentage of their companies with the hope that one of the sharks touching their companies alone will cause it to explode. I love Shark Tank. In fact, I've watched pretty much every episode of Shark Tank and its overseas sister show, Dragon's Den. Yes, I've watched all the Canadian and UK versions as well. I even ripped copies of Japan's version, The Tigers of Money, but I couldn't understand a word anyone said. Regardless, I'm a shark, dragon, and tiger nerd, and I watch closely the types of deals that each shark takes. For this example, I'm going to focus on the US version of Shark Tank and some of the sharks you're probably more familiar with. Damon John, he built up the famous brand FUBU and spent his youth building a distribution channel to sell clothing and other similar items to retail. Lori Grenier. She's created over 700 retail products and built up a distribution channel to sell products on TV through QVC, as well as infomercials. She's also built strong distribution channels with most major retailers. Mark Cuban. He built up and sold broadcast.com for $5.6 billion. He also spent decades building online and offline media distribution channels, which includes his purchase of the landmark theaters in 2003. I could go on and on with all the other sharks, but I'll stop with just these three to illustrate my point. As you watch the entrepreneurs pitch the Sharks. Notice which deals each of the Sharks bite on. Rarely is a matter of them picking any business knowing that their Midas touch will magically make it successful. On the contrary, they pick businesses based on whether or not they can plug them into their pre-built distribution channels. Think about it. With every clothing deal that you see, yes, the Sharks will talk about it, but if Lori can't see it on TV or if Mark doesn't have an influencer with their own following or distribution channel that he can instantly plug it into, they'll find a way to say no. But when Damon sees a clothing deal, he knows that in just one phone call, he can plug that product into an existing distribution channel and he'll get paid from that connection for the rest of his life. The same thing happens when someone pitches a product that would be a good fit for Lori's distribution channel. Notice how her eyes light up when she can see this product on TV or picture this at Bed Bath & Beyond. She owns a distribution channel and if the product is a good fit, she plugs it in. The same is true with Mark and every other shark or dragon who has ever been on the show. They each have built and mastered one distribution channel and they're looking for products they can plug into it. That's the big secret. People often ask me what types of businesses I invest in or which partnerships I do and my choices are 100% based on the distribution channels that I know and understand. If I don't know where someone should buy their traffic or which list they should rent, or who could get their site ranks, or who could make their video go viral, I'll never touch the project. I only take on projects that I know will work with 100% certainty and which I know will work because I already have a distribution channel in place for them. I share this because you need to understand that each of your Dream 100 has a distribution channel. That's why they're on your Dream 100 list. Each person has the Midas touch, and that's your job to figure out how you can plug your products into their distribution channels. Distribution channel number one, email solo ads. We spent the whole first section of this book focusing on how you can build up your own distribution channels by converting traffic that you earn and buy into traffic that you own, your own list. There are hundreds of people in almost every market who have already built up their own email lists, and this is one of the easiest ways to quickly increase your traffic is to buy ads in their email lists. When I'm looking for email lists to buy ads in, I'm traditionally looking for a solo publisher, someone who has already created their own brand and list, where I can pay them to send out an email talking about my products or services. You can also reach out to bigger brands that you can pay to send out ads in their newsletters. The solo publishers are likely already on your Dream 100, and it can be a simple process to ask them if they're willing to sell a solo ad in their newsletter. The ones who've had experience with this will typically say yes and have some sort of base pricing. Bigger brands will usually have an online media kit that lists their prices if you want to buy an ad in their list or on their websites. You can also find a lot of advertising opportunities in email newsletters by searching on Google. I'll often type in my niche, email advertising or my niche online media kit and I can usually find publishers that will sell me place in their email lists. I always join their list for a few weeks before I buy any ads so that I can see how they treat their list. If they only send tons of promotions then I figure they beat up their list pretty badly and they're probably not the type of list that I want to rent on. However if they send out good stuff and have a good relationship with that list then I'll contact them for a media kit. Not all clicks are created equal fewer clicks from a newsletter where someone has a good relationship with the publisher will always be better than more clicks from someone who has built a bad relationship with their audience. I wish I could give you a set pricing that you'll typically pay, but it almost always ends up in a negotiation. So keep in mind that the rates are usually negotiable. They say suckers pay rate card, and I tend to believe this is true. Publishers will usually try to have you pay based on how many people are on their list because the larger number serves them, but I would prefer to pay based on how many clicks their email typically gets. To find out that number, I'll usually ask to see a report of the last five to 10 emails that they sent out and how many clicks each email got. Then I reverse engineer the process by saying to myself, if I were to get that many clicks, then based on my normal landing page conversion rates, I should make X amount of money. This process helps me to know approximately how much I'm willing to spend to pay for that ad. And I try to negotiate towards that number. After you negotiate the ad cost, you'll create the email, send it to the publisher, and then they'll send out the email for you. If they want to send you their email list and have you send the email out, then run away fast. This is a scam and not something you should ever do. They should be emailing their list from their servers with your creative that you gave them. I like to have the email come from the publisher endorsing the landing page that I want to send the reader to. The best part about email ads is you get results really fast. When someone sends an email, you'll get the majority of all of your clicks within 12 hours, the rest of your clicks within 36 to 48 hours, and then the clicks usually stop. I like to use email campaigns to test landing pages because I can run split tests really fast. The worst part about email ads is you can waste a lot of money fast if you're not ready. I may spend $5,000 on an email drop where the traffic will all come and go fast, but if I spend that same $5,000 on Facebook, I may be able to run traffic more slowly for a few weeks. So be aware of that as you're running email ads. Lastly, solo publishers will often try to sell you sponsorship ads, which are smaller ads embedded inside their emails. I'm not a huge fan of these, and I've actually had a really hard time getting them to be profitable. For me, if I can't buy a solo ad, meaning the entire email is my message, then I usually won't do it. Distribution channels number two and number three, Facebook Messenger and Desktop Push. As of today, I don't know many people selling ads in their Messenger list, but I do think that this market will start to grow. Usually, the messages that are sent through Messenger need to be a little more stealthy because Facebook doesn't like you sending out straight promotions. Because Messenger doesn't allow you to send blatant promotions to your subscribers, the open and the click-through rates are second to none. I recommend finding people in your Dream 100 who are actively building up Messenger lists and asking them if you can buy ads to their list. The same is true with desktop push notifications. This is the newer type list that is getting a lot of traction right now. We're starting to build up Dream 100 lists of people in our market who are building up these lists so that we can purchase broadcasts from them. Other distribution channels. There are tons of distribution channels out there that you will start identifying as you keep your eyes open. Recently, we started going to all of our Dream 100 and buying postcards and direct mail campaigns to their buyer lists. Sometimes it's harder to get them to block out time to send an email, but most of them aren't sending anything to their customers in the mail. We've been setting up deals with them where they'll send their customers' shipping addresses to a secure mailing house so that we never actually get access to their addresses while we send a pre-approved mailing piece to that mailing house. The mailing house will then print our letter or postcard and then send it to the customer list of our partners. Some of my friends have built a big text message list, so we're buying text blasts from them. Others are in big Facebook groups, so we're buying a post or sponsored post in their groups. Others have big groups in LinkedIn, so we're paying the group owners to send messages to their followers for us. And still others have large forums, so we're buying promotions to their customers' user base and banner ads on their sites. Most of the blogs in our market sell ads on their sites. Some have big Google AdSense blocks and we'll test ads initially using GDN to see if the ads convert well. If they do, I'll go directly to the blog or the website owners and try to pay them to replace that AdSense block with my banner ads. I've even paid people for their website exit pops so I can tap into the traffic that's leaving their websites. There's an unlimited number of ways to do this. The key is to keep your eyes open for streams of traffic and distribution channels that people own. Then figure out how to buy ads in them. Each new distribution channel you plug into will give you a raise. Every day when I come, into the office, the first thing I ask myself before I get out of my car is, how can I give myself a raise today? Immediately, my mind starts looking for other distribution channels in my market that I can tap into. Sometimes I'll remember a website, a blog, or an email list that I've been on forever that I forgot about. When your mind is looking for these opportunities, somehow they start jumping out at you. When you don't have access to Facebook or Google ads like we didn't for so long, the number one way to get traffic is searching for these distribution channels and then using them to build up your own lists. It's a guerrilla technique that works no matter what is happening in the networks, and you can immediately start plugging this technique into your daily routine. Integration Marketing. My first mentor, Mark Joyner, who I introduced to you earlier in this book, wrote a book called Integration Marketing about a decade ago. It shifted my mind from just finding distribution channels and buying ads in them to figuring out ways that we could integrate into the actual sales processes of our Dream 100. For example, let's say I find a partner who's getting a thousand new leads into their funnel every day. Instead of just buying an ad one time to that list, what if my email was sent to every new lead on their email list on day three? That way, I set up the deal once, but I get the benefit of that integration every day. Now, every day, a thousand new people get my message. I'm now integrated into my partner's sales process, and as they grow their company, mine grows as well. Integration marketing works beyond just email. We've set up deals where we integrate a pop-up on people's blogs so that every reader the blog gets can potentially join my list. We've set up other deals where we have people add an exit pop to the website so that when people leave their site, a big percentage are sent over to our funnels. There are so many fun and creative things that you can do. Your imagination is your only limitation. As soon as I became aware of this concept, I started looking for these integration opportunities everywhere. I looked for products that people would need immediately before they started using ClickFunnels. Things like domain hosting, graphic design, and business licenses. I then figured out ways to set up a partnership with each of these companies. For instance, after a person buys their domain, gets a new logo design, or gets their business setup they're introduced to us we set up many of these deals years ago and because they're integrated into our partners distribution channels tons of customers are driven to us every day without us having to do anything again